There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, hello, and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. How the heck is everybody? Good, guys. Thursday. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're going to, on a Thursday, does Kevin Ralston maybe get into a little tequila? Does he have a, a nightcap of sorts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll dabble. I'm one of those people that I, I typically will have uh, a little bit here uh, or there, you know? Uh, it's a way to just kind of like uh, mellow, but... I do. I'm such a uh, pussy with it where it's like I'll have like a shot and just kind of sip that. and you know, That'd be good. That's Gosh. it. What yeah. is that like? Self-control. <laughs> I've been searching for it for a I, long time. I typically just want to chill. I mean, it's every now and then we get a little turnt, but yeah, it's it's usually pretty. That Atoll vodka, check. you can actually put it on the rocks and sip it. Yeah. I have never had a vodka that you can sip me, me on the either. rocks. Oddly enough, I don't like the taste of vodka. I mean, I drink a good bit of vodka, but I'm always mixing it with something, so I don't taste the vodka. Right. But yeah, the Atoll's the only one I think I've ever drank and not been repulsed. A- Atoll vodka made the KVJ horror movie. <laughs> part where you, it's delivered. You see the logo in there and everything. I yeah. love it. Product placement, baby. Take care of the ones that take care of you. It's good. I got uh, my daughter, Caitlin, is uh, in here. Yeah, and, she's awesome. I can't get to the yeah. camera. I only have her shoulder. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not the most appeasing looking shot. She's hey, Caitlin. I'm going to drag her into the game because, <laughs> yeah, there, there's something I, I think I can talk about here because the queen never listens to the uh, after the show. Oh, this sounds like it's going to get oh, juicy, and I am here for it. It's not into the key of secret voice. It's, it's, it's a small little thing, but, you know, we, we do love Atoll, and you might remember when we did the first live show, we had the Atoll, and... Caitlin's big confession, and you know, I was you know hitting out of the a toll pretty because hard. Because you were shocked by the information shared. Yes, it was it was and something. You, you needed alcohol yeah. to numb the shock. Yeah, it was for effect. It was fun, and you know, Caitlin, she was drinking out of the same like a toll bottle, and somebody took a photo. It was a great looking photo. <laughs> I don't know who took it, but I think it, was, it was from a toll. Was it a toll that had taken it? So. Okay, so it was a great photo. And the queen loved it. And so she got it all blown up. Like, it's it's huge. And it looks great. I mean, it's a really cool-looking photo. But I, I mean, love it. But it's a girl that's just drinking straight out of a vodka bottle. That's my girl. And it's so, Caitlin to drink it out of the bottle? Yeah, so this is how the queen <laughs> operates. Yeah, so, you know, Caitlin is, you know, she, she works as a nanny. And so a lot of times she's not around. She's with the, her family doing her job. And so her apartment in Lauderdale is wide open. And so when Caitlin's not there, the queen's always got a mission. And so uh, we had to go down. We had to drive all the way to Fort Lauderdale for one mission. And that mission was the queen had to hang this big old photo up over Caitlin's TV. And so Caitlin comes back and her, her apartment will be different. And here's this big old photo. She's like, you know, it, it's kind of nice. But my friends look and it's like I look like the biggest alcoholic because here I am just 
straight chugging out of a vodka bottle. It's just, a, it's a lot. It, yeah, it's nice. It just sits above my TV, but my TV is way smaller than it, so you <laughs> automatically just look at me chugging this vodka bottle. Yeah. Huh. You're looking at wow, this girl really loves to drink. <laughs> yeah, the girl gets after. It. Is, bold. is there a way we can see the people are asking? Can we see the photo? Is there any way to see it? Or do you have a picture of it? Yeah, Cheyenne will post on her story and she'll like make fun of me all the time. Aww. So let me see. Yeah. So it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Cheyenne dives in bushes, okay? <laughs> We're not going to make fun of Caitlin for swigging out the bottle. I mean, I like to swig out the bottle. <laughs> it's, you, also, I mean, you also like it in the bushes. <laughs> Nine out of ten of my bottles on my bar cart have lipstick on them, and I don't fucking care. Yeah. No, I love it, but I mean. It is. It's, it's, just... it's, it's a nice photo. But yeah, when, when Caitlin mentioned that, because I didn't think too much of it, and look, I'm just going with the flow. I'm just, you know, ready to get to the bars that we're going to go to after that. So I'm like, all right, get this thing hung. And then, yeah, Caitlin's like, I don't know, it's just a little much. <laughs> like, no, I feel I feel bad, though. I can't. I know. We don't, we don't say anything. You're just kind of like, okay, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> it's still there, so. Yeah, you know, it'll be there forever. So it's all good. I <laughs> uh, got a, an email here for you, Virginia, about uh, Mags's roommate issue she said check to see if mags is listed as a tenant on the lease i yes. moved in with a psycho roommate and immediately knew it wouldn't work i called the leasing office explaining my problem thinking i was sol because i signed paperwork thinking i was on the lease with this person the lady told me that my roommate nicole and her mom were on the lease she got the apartment prior to me moving in but i was listed as a tenant on the lease meaning i could move out any time and it was on this psycho and her mom to make the rent payments. So I literally oh. packed up and I moved right out without uh, her knowing. And I didn't have to talk to her ever again. I didn't pay a dime and it never affected my credit. So, wow. You got lucky. Yeah. She said, I'm hoping this is a case for mags to go away from those sadistic girls. No, Virginia I mean, signed the lease. It's a year long lease. And so I have to pay it. So your name is on that shit. My so name. You are just I am. All- what they say on a contract, I am the guarantor. I don't know if you've ever had that situation where you lived with a roommate and it became uncomfortable and you were at odds with them. Yeah. It, it really it really can fuck up everything in your yeah. personal life. I totally because had that. Just going to the kitchen to make a hot pocket now becomes this weird thing. You hear them in the kitchen, you're trying to avoid them. It's it sucks, man. This gross bitch I lived with in 1994, she would use my plates and bowls in the kitchen to make her food, and then she would go in her room, eat her food, and then throw my dirty plates and bowl, my china. My, 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 you know, everyday China, but still my mm-hmm. good stuff, my good stuff. She would throw the dirty bowls and plates under her bed. Oh, wow. and then yeah. I'm like, where the hell is all my bowls? Where's my plates? Where's my cups? I broke in her room because I was like, this bitch is up to something. All of my dirty shit was under her bed. And I didn't want to embarrass this pig. So I didn't <laughs> call her out. I didn't clean all my stuff out. I didn't call her out so loud like I should have. Mm-hmm. I just I just politely said to her when she came home, hey, all my stuff, my bowls, my plates, they're all missing. Please, can you put them back? I don't know where you put them, but please just put them back. I didn't tell her I broke into a room and saw them all. Okay. So that bitch went and threw all the stuff my mom had bought me in the dumpster. Damn. Broke plates. Broke glasses, broke bowls. 
okay, what what situation's worse? Because that's pretty fucked up. And it was so fucked up. I had up. a situation with a roommate where it started off awful, but it was kind of, you know, small. He would smoke in the apartment and then say he would. We're talking full-on chain-smoking cigarettes, and you can't hide that in a small you apartment. You cannot. And then lie about it, but you couldn't prove it because it was the mid-'90s and you didn't have a lot of <laughs> ways of proving things. And then he started to leave his dip spit cups around everywhere yeah. to the point where we go, dude, come on. It was spilling, and then one night it all came to a head because I drank out of his dip cup thinking it was soda and it was dip spit and... <laughs> When you think you're drinking Pepsi and you get full on dip spit, we know how you chug. Exactly. I, I, did you say yeah. dick spit? Dip spit. <laughs> I yeah. did suck a stick that night too. But no. <laughs> you definitely want to get that pee in there. No, it was it was awful. Yeah, and you're right. Some people chug differently than you others. You do. I go in full gorilla, and yeah. it, it's halfway down. You're a hard drinker. What, I am too. What's worse, gross dishy or <sighs> smoky? Yeah, the smoking the the we had the dip spit problem too. I had uh, my in college, uh, one of my roommates was real prim proper. He was a frat boy. He called himself Stal for Italian Stallion. That's <laughs> so awesomely awful. I love this guy. So you had strong, you know, energy on that side. How and did he talk? But was he very? Was, was no, he? No, he was normal and talk okay. and all that. But yeah, the style routine was we made fun of him a lot for that. So the other guy was a slobby kind of dude, dip spit, all that kind of stuff. And he would leave the spit tunes around and Stal spilled one on him. Stal took all the dip spit and all the cups and he took them all and dumped them in his bed. Dang. And they, it was a knockdown drag out. That's what ended up happening in our situation. Me and the other roommate turned on Dippy, the Dippy guy who was always smoking. So we would start taking his frozen food and then we would tuck it into his bed. So when he's all drunk at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning, yeah. he'd get in there and it would just be nothing but frozen peas <laughs> and carrots. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, this is war. We didn't want this war. Our <laughs> Dippy guy would pour his, uh, when he finally got the the message, Message, he would then just pour them over the dishes in the sink and leave that. Oh, that's gnarly. I remember going in there one time. We had flies. He is an animal. It was it was rough. So I mean, roommate stories in college are nightmarish. You're flies. right. They're all everybody's got one. Flies yeah. in sink equal depression. It was rough. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough. Well, if you ever tried to bring a girl over and you got flies over your sink, it's just it's disgusting. Yeah, it, it really was. Oh, that doesn't get you going. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't working. Your flies make me wet. Yeah, yeah. said no one ever. I <laughs> uh, got uh, one of our KBJ friends sent an email, and I cannot use her name because uh, she has signed an NDA, so I'm not going to use her name for that. This is going to get juicy. Well, it has to do with um, her just kind of, I guess, taking the initiative. She said, I heard Kevin say for years that about 75K is what you need to make, you know, uh, a, a living enough to be happy and comfortable. And, you know, those things are changing. That might be an old number now. But, you know, she went and she negotiated a job working uh, three nights a week, 12-hour shifts, uh, making the 75K a year. And she hit that mark last March. And it sounds like she works uh, with somebody. Or she said, my bosses are very wealthy. And when they're not in town, I don't have to work and I still get paid. And they asked me to move to the 40-hour week role. And I was like, well, the commute's going to be pretty far. But they had a residence. It was just sitting open. So I asked them if I could just stay there. And they're like, yeah, okay. And now I get to stay in this uh, pretty awesome place. It's a couple million dollar home. I pay $2,500 a month rent. 
which I'm like, that's pretty sweet, huh? Wow. So she said, you know, just hearing you talk about that, you kind of, she said, I'm very timid. I wouldn't typically ask for that. But if you don't ask for something, you don't get it. You never get the money you don't ask for. Mm -hmm. You never get the gifts you don't ask for. You never get the blessings from your employer that you don't ask for. Now, don't be stupid. You got to know your value. Yes. And you can't mm-hmm. come in and ask for a million dollars to work the counter at McDonald's. No, yeah. but, on, but. Your, on your deathbed, you're going to be happy you, you made those Exactly. And, and most bosses will be like, okay, this guy's got gumption. This girl's got some balls. But you're right, though. Being self-aware does help. Be but self-aware. If you're a legit great worker and you haven't got your shine yet and, and you really do think you're take – take your shot. Think about how much money you make for the company when you work. What are you making them? If you know what those numbers are, then that'll tell you your worth. Yeah, I think it is just really the moral that uh, email is just, you know, knowing when to shoot your shot and having the courage to do it. And and also, too, brings up to me, I just want to, because, I mean, there's so many, like, you know, rich people houses and things like that. And they don't ever seem to Airbnb them. They just kind of chill and They don't open. want the commoners in there. Yeah, I guess it probably brings up liability issues we or something like that. We bring street fleas. Yeah, but I just wonder, yeah. <laughs> You're about some of these people and you, you go around and so many houses and you know, nice neighborhoods and fancy little communities, they just sit open so much. You're right. Over on Palm Beach, there's a lot of them. That, that it looks like they're active, but right. there's uh it's like a Wonka factory. Well, and probably the whole squatter thing doesn't help because most people probably wouldn't want somebody in there because they try that little switcheroo where they try to say that because they get an electric bill there that they're actually the resident. Now you can't get rid of them. I feel like if you're trying to squat in Palm Beach over on the island, the lawyers and the the, the kind of power they've got, good luck squatter. They good wouldn't, you wouldn't last. No, I think they'd end up <laughs> yeah. murdering you. And then. You would never see the body again. Yeah. <laughs> I've always kind of see- wondered. Yeah, if, if I did, if I ever talked to a, a rich person that has places that sit open, I'd just be kind of curious. Be like, well, why don't you Airbnb that or let anybody else stay there? It just sits there empty. Because they don't want to deal with squatters. And they don't, yeah, I, I think maybe. If, if you've got that kind of money and you don't really need anything, why would you have people in there? People only break your shit. They're only going to break yeah, your shit probably. and devalue your property. It only creates problems I don't need. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I know a lot of people that had rental properties, and then they're so happy when they sell that rental property and they no longer have to deal with being a landlord. Mm. Well, th- even if you're trying to be a cool tenant, let's say you got one person in the house that gets drunk and then fucks up the window. Like that stuff happens when you, you know, let people in your house. Believe me, I know. <laughs> people throw up on your wall, Kevin. Your friend Denny's pukes on that. every rug you have. Why do all my friends throw up on everything I own at my house? Yeah, why are your friends so barfy? Well, Virginia threw up on my wall and then bounced out and brought 20 people from England to my party. <laughs> and then she left, and then I had uh, deal with the people I didn't know, which is very comfortable, Kevin. <laughs> and they were critiquing the party. Because they, where oh, they're fun. from, they don't really do Halloween. They're like, what is this? Well, they were mad I couldn't give them a fucking cappuccino at 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, ah. like, we want a coffee. And, and he's like, like, what? I fake looked for it, too. And I knew I didn't have him. Yes, I'll be right back. (laughs) What am I doing? Why? Why am I lying to these people? And I like I mimicked the whole thing, like looking for coffee, and I knew I didn't have it. (laughs) What have you ever had coffee? Not once. (laughs) T Conk in the chat room said that uh, people with higher end homes will rent them through an expensive agency. It's kind of like an Airbnb, but for high end homes. Yeah, I'm sure some people do it. Mm -hmm. Well, I know, like uh, for instance, like some people do that with their yachts and whatever. Where you can pay an ass load of money and, you know, yeah. so they'll have that kind of stuff. They put it like in a boat club because, you know, they're not going to be on it 
all the time. Exactly. If you go to like the Palm Beach Boat Show, they have stuff like that. They'll have people's high-end yachts that you can rent. Be like, yeah, you can uh, rent this out, take it out for just uh, 300000 a day. What? Please do not pork yeah, on my boat. No. I think if every- I pay three hundred thousand yeah. dollars a day, I'm porking on every inch of your boat. On the anchor, on <laughs> right. the I'm porking the anchor. The deck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're porking on the captain. <laughs> I'm porking the captain. Wow. <laughs> Brace you yourself, sir. I'm coming in hot. Three hundred thousand dollars or sixty-nine inch. <laughs> 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 yeah, Anna said it's kind of like having a plane. You charter it out. My clients do that for their plane. They have their own plane, so they rent it out. I bet. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. It is. But I, there, you would see that at the the clubs I would go through, uh, that I used to work to. There was the cool rich people that I think would rent out their house, and then there's there's a type of rich person that just hates people and they want just to hold sure. their money. Yeah. And there's a bunch of poor people like that too. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I know some poor motherfuckers that hate people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great combo. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel I uh, got some emails the last couple of days uh, about people that have uh, worked at Mar-a-Lago and whatnot about the whole you know, assessment fight that uh, is going oh, on. Oh, I Donald's like on. insiders, people that have worked there sharing their inside information. Yeah, and uh, Karen had said, yeah, my neighbor is an insurance adjuster, and he was called to Mar-a-Lago once to take insurance claims after a hurricane did some damage. He had a bunch of crazy stories, but the one I remember is when he tried to put a value on some roof damage that happened to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Donald Trump had told him that uh, it wasn't just any old roof, that the barrel tile roof was made by a company in South America that employed young women to mold each tile on their bare thighs. What? So each and every tile was handmade and was one of a kind, and that's just the roof. What weird shit is that? <laughs> you got, like, naked chicks from the waist down, and they're hand-making the tiles on their thighs? That tile is what? one of one? That tile is one of what? one? Come on, what? Really? Is that a thing? I don't know. That's an, Honestly, it doesn't make sense, except that it's Donald Trump, so it makes sense. What kind of weird shit is that you say? What? What is that? Huh. What? Yeah, you're right. Huh? (laughs) That's a business? It certainly would make them more valuable. They're all legit one of one. Wouldn't all their thighs be different sizes? So every tile would be different? I don't get this. Maybe that's what makes it unique. Maybe all the thighs had to be the same size. What? Size, size matters. That's the only way you can make that story weirder is if every thigh had to be the same size thigh. Well, they'd have to be so the tiles can lay properly. A a comment in the chat room said uh, maybe it's just uh, Donald telling a joke. I would think anybody else, yes, but not him. Like, that's not his style. He wouldn't wouldn't be joking. On a property assessment, he's joking? Yeah, he's not the kind of person that would, you know, tell a joke like that and just kind of, like, let it sit. 
I don't think you tell that feel like to the guy assessing your roof. Yeah, I think he's. I think he does. You know, some of the things he says is funny, but I don't think that's his style of humor. You don't think he trolls people? Not in that way. I don't think that would be his. Yeah, I don't think he jokes that way. Like uh. his his when he's funny, it's when he he does you know rattle off a couple of digs at people that are sometimes amusing, but. That's I want to look at the roof. We should look closely at the Mar-a-Lago roof. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to Ner- see. Nurseman said, yeah, he doesn't troll. He just blurts what's in his head. And, yeah, sometimes what's in his head is funny. But, yeah, that's I got to know that now. That can't be a thing. That's crazy. <laughs> Young, naked women making tiles on their There's bare thighs. 20,000 of those tiles that make up the Mar-a-Lago roof. All of them are unique. Oh, that's different. insane if they're all made over the thighs of young Italian women. Where Where is that story coming from? It was uh, from one of our listeners. Their uh, neighbor was an insurance adjuster, and they had to go over and do uh, some quotes on Mar-a-Lago. So who knows? You never know. That's Those are the kind of weird stories you get out of Palm Beach, though. And you're like, there's no way. I remember when the uh, stories were coming out about like them sex mansions and all that stuff. And I think that was right before the Jeffrey Epstein stuff broke. I, re- I remember people that. Would t- people would call and be like, it was like Eyes Wide Shut, that Tom Cruise movie. And I'm like, no. I knew somebody. I, I, had, I went to this house one time, and this is back when we first moved here. This house, they said back then it was like $15,000 or $20,000 a month, which now seems low for an oceanfront mansion yeah, to, you pay to that, rent honestly, per you month. Honestly, you pay that a night. Right. Yeah. Totally now. But back then, it was like 20 grand a month this guy was paying to rent this oceanfront mansion. So pretty fucking expensive. And he would bring a bunch of strippers from the strip club back to the mansion and pay each of them like $1,000 or two grand. And he would just have a wild sex party with all these girls in this house. And I went to the house. It was a pretty cool house, but mm. I never saw any of the sex parties. That's what they, they, I mean, that's what they said about the Eagles. And I don't know how accurate the story was. And I think that's why uh, Don Henley got so mad. At, one of the guys did a tell-all book. And he would buy a bunch of hookers and buy a bunch of blow and just like for the day and then have all the hookers, like five of them, like bent over with cocaine. Wow. I, yeah. And I, I forgot Caitlin's in here. That's good. <laughs> I mean, she's 25. I, so. I hear you. Yeah. And he would just kind of have sex with all of them, but not come and then kind of go back, do more cocaine, like edge with all of the hookers and then do more blow and then lay back and just kind of watch them. and Rock and roll, man. It was kind of like those kind of sex parties. I'm sure when you have all that kind of money and you got drugs aflowing, yeah, weird right. shit starts to happen. Now, yeah. I wasn't in the room. Obviously, I don't know if that, that's alleged. I know well, Don yeah, Henley likes I, to I think it's people. Yeah, I think it's like the people that have the money and then they're in that untouchable society. I haven't really followed the story too much, but there's that one dude that just had to uh, resign from like the center or something like that, that Bob Mendez guy. It was coming out that uh, I think it was like his girl. Uh, she like hit somebody in the car and killed him, and they just kind of like covered that up. And oh. she got like a $60,000 Mercedes. And it's just crazy. Like those kind of things where it's like, wow, man, the, the power of the money, these people, and they just, they live a different life, man. They do. And I think sometimes they look at all us like, 
you know, we're their puppets. Well, think about it too. If you get, if you have all that money, and then you've got this other side to you that is a little bit carnal or squirrely. Right. Yeah. Not, not all rich well, people are like that, but the ones that are, they get bored. Well, it they brings out the darkness. Yeah. It's it's whatever you feed. I mean, that's that's what life is. And so when you got money and you're feeding the demons that you got inside of you, those demons just get bigger and louder. You can always buy a ton of demons when you got money. And and if you're into that kind of demons stuff, love money. Well, just the stuff you know, the 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 pleasures of the world. When you have a ton of money, right. you can buy any anything you want like that. Yeah. And I think for some people, it can turn them dark. It's crazy stuff, Oh, definitely. Man. The guy that I'm talking about that had that pad, he did lots of drugs, and he did lots of strippers, and he was only there for a few months on Palm Beach. Like, he had a wife and a family in another state, and he eventually kind of went a little crazy because I think he did too many drugs, and he had to go back home to where he was from, and I think they said they put him on a fifty-one fifty hold. Yeah, it's it's, it's it, all that stuff like, again. You can really do too much drugs and mess yourself up permanently. People are saying the Don Henley party sounds like an elevated party. Again, that's allegedly. I for Don. People, are, I don't know if that story is true, Bert. It's not so I, elevated for the girls that had to stand there with their asses out. I think he probably paid them handsomely. He, he, it's never enough. It's yeah. so degrading. You got to stand there with your ass out while this old man puts cocaine on your butt cheek. This and was then... the 80s. He wasn't old yet. <laughs> Probably 70s, honestly. And mm-hmm. again, I want to reiterate, I don't know that story for a fact. It's a great story. I mean, yeah, real or fake, it's a great story. <laughs> Speaking of uh, demons, Becky wants to know about Vlad. I remember uh, Jay were talking about his possessed doll and said that he got him from this guy that was all freaked out and really wanted to get rid of him. I'm just wondering why he made Jay Bird pay for him in the first place and didn't just give him away. You would think the goal would be just to get rid of him. Just wondering your thoughts on that. Because I think he probably knew what he was doing. I, I think he probably was trying to get money off of me. But in my opinion, it was $75. We'd already talked about it so much. Mm-hmm. $75, we're still talking about Vlad two months later. It was worth every penny, in my opinion. And you love stuff like this. I, I love it. I think it's awesome. I, I, I really do. And we're getting weird and whatever coming back. And I, I want to do a whole, you know, whole whole topic and a whole thing about possessed dolls. And, you know, do people really believe in that stuff? Can that happen? Mm-hmm. Do, do you legit believe a doll can become possessed? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah, I do believe in that Caitlin, kind of stuff. do you believe that a doll can become possessed with spirit yeah i don't i don't like to get into any of that it's not my not your thing yeah no, i was gonna I say <laughs> she got a jesus tattoo on her neck she don't fuck with the that's devil why, yeah that's why yeah no. yeah prince said that annabelle and robert the doll yeah I, I think it could yeah i'm the same way i'm like caitlin we're i'd probably put that fear in her I'd yeah buy, we, don't, we don't mess with that stuff i'd buy robert the doll if i could why it, his it, life's not going bad enough <laughs> i'm in my fucking prime i'm crushing it there's so many people that are afraid of Robert the Doll, and you want to own it. I would love to own Robert the Doll. You know I would love to own that. I don't think you got enough money. I think that oh, thing would be so expensive. They would make you, yeah, there's yeah. no way it, I, I would ever be able to get that. It's like yeah. a legendary it's, thing. Can you imagine if Jaber had the kind of money we were talking about? Instead of like hookers and blow, he'd have all weird dolls. Well, oh. when we win the Powerball and we split it five ways, he will have that money. He'd have Annabelle. He would have all these possessed dolls. He'd have Robert. He'd have dogs that would be possessed. He'd have red glowing eyes. He'd I, be that old man doing weird shit. I would be getting some. I, I'm sorry. I, I know it's cliche. I get dinosaur bones. Yeah. 
He would be. He would be our Nicolas Cage. I would absolutely. <laughs> he would actually at the end of it all, you'd forget about Nicolas Cage and you'd talk about look at all the stupid shit this guy bought. <laughs> I you put him to shame. I would love it. Gosh, yeah. now, people keep sending me uh, that email with the new Home Depot. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I have the nine foot werewolf. There's the eleven foot skeleton now that's out there. So I've people seen keep sending it. that in over and over again. I just want to address that. Okay. You, you, Talking you about have, buying expensive, stupid shit. I think Denny's printed off 30 of those emails. No, I saw that. Are yeah. you going to get it? We'll see. That's a yes. Okay. It's probably already purchased. It's not purchased yet, but I'm working on an alien. I'm working on Alien Avenue right now. <laughs> <laughs> alien <laughs> Avenue. Okay. Uh, Sammy said, I heard you guys talking about uh, having your own action figures, and I couldn't help but uh, pull this baby off the shelf and share it with you. Apparently in Key West, it only takes a couple hundred bucks and a strong buzz, and you too can have this type of horrifying sculpture arrive in the mail three weeks later. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's fucking horrifying. Yeah, it's her in his arms. And it's like, it looks almost like a photo of them, but it doesn't. It's a little, <laughs> yes. it says QS 2022. That what looks is like that? a photo. It does. It's weird. Look at that. And that's like a doll now. That is weird. Or a statue, man. I guess. That is. Huh. Caitlin, you're going to Key West. Is it next weekend? Uh, yeah, next Friday. I love Key West. I'm so excited. Oh, I had so much fun there for my birthday. Where are y'all going? Where are you staying? Um, I think we're staying. On Duval, in I a hotel love on Duval. it. Okay, yeah. that's so prime. Then we do oh. the golf carts. We do it right. I love that. Yes, I'm excited. There's one, a. Oh, go ahead, Caitlin. Well, so. we rented mopeds, and one year we I flew off of one, so oh. yeah, we stay away from the. <laughs> okay, so you keep uh, golf, cart golf cart is safer. <laughs> yeah. Do they have seatbelts? Uh, never checked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a breakfast place. I, I think you should try out. And of course, I can't find the <laughs> name. I will send it to Kevin. He'll okay. give it to you probably three weeks after you come back from Key West. <laughs> <laughs> Go to, oh, damn it. What's the, uh, the Bill Murray designed this bar? Is it Caddyshack? It's not. It's okay. oh damn it! Somebody will think of it in the chat room and tell us. Uh, We're good, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> Virginia and Jaybird's list of places. places you need to go, but we don't have the name. I'm in Key West. Ugh. I'm not really absorbing anything but alcohol. So like information, nah. I would tell you about this great hotel. It had a great bar. I don't know the name of it. It's on a street. There were okay. trees by it. A beach. And it's in Key West? <laughs> yes. I'll think of the name. Hold on. I will, too. I'm working on it, Caitlin. Okay. okay. All right. So you'll have a lot of <laughs> suggestions here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. General Horseplay. Okay. It's in Key West. It's a fantastic bar. That's like your favorite. I love it. it it's so fun, and it's, it's dark and now, cold. Is it his or just pays homage to him? I want to say he helped design it. If you Google Bill Murray Key West Bar, it immediately comes up. General Horseplay in Key West is okay. the name of it. And it is such a fun place. The place I'm talking about, I mean, putting on the grits, my friend. These grits were amazing. Almost as good as Virginia's grits. Stand down. It's called Firefly. <laughs> Firefly. Firefly. Okay. It is delicious, Caitlin. Highly mm-hmm. recommend it. Firefly and general horseplay. 
Okay. Yeah, the Murricane is like one of the drinks you can get at General Horseplay. It's got Bill Murray on the glasses and all that. Uh, somebody said it's uh, it's uh, near Caroline Street, across the street from Kenny Chesney's old white-framed house. And this just in, Firefly is no longer open. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> So, Caitlin, it's solid it, tour. It was good. <laughs> was it, though, if it's closed? Yes, you're right. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, Alan sent an email. He said, hey, I'm flying out this afternoon to Ohio for the first time to go watch the Ohio State Buckeyes on Saturday. Any recommendations of places or pubs to check out? Um, yeah, uh, the Varsity Club is uh, one of the good spots. It's close to the stadium. Uh, game day, it's absolutely insane. There's a hotel there called the Blackwell, and that's where all the, the players stay there the night before, and a lot of the players' parents will be in the lobby and hanging out there. The team comes in there Friday night, and people will stand out front and watch the team come into the hotel. Um, and then the Varsity Club is just right up the street from that. So that's a good, solid uh, place to go. High Street's awesome. They got a big Buffalo Wild Wings, and you can just walk up and down High Street. Okay. Get you further away from the stadium. That I would do for more separate bar hopping. Uh, But, yeah, Varsity Club is the uh, place to go. That's where we always go when I'm up there. Also, are all Buckeye fans psycho like my friends? Yes, they are. (laughs) Uh, They are planning to start tailgating at 5 a.m. on Saturday, which sounds insane to me since we're all in our 40s. We're not young bucks anymore. They are insane. Ohio people drink a ton. Oh, they're going to get that red beer alcohol face by one They do. It it matches their red hoodies that they all wear. Yeah. There's definitely going to be at least two fights. Yeah. The tailgating, they typically start tailgating a good minimum of seven to ten hours before any game, and that's a noon game that you've got on Saturday. That is such a recipe of just (laughs) fighting and going to jail. Honestly, they don't (laughs) fight a lot. Ohio, that's the one thing about Ohio people. They're pretty mellow, so I don't remember a ton of fighting ever at any Buckeye games that I've gone to. They do drink their faces off, but there's not a lot of fighting. Uh, If I survive this Ohio trip, I'm taking an early flight back to make it to the Finns game. That should oh, be a wow. great weekend with a ton of beer. You got all kind of fun and that's frivolity. Amazing. Yeah, if you're doing the uh, Buckeye game on Saturday and then the Finns on Sunday, that's my ideal weekend right there. That's fantastic. Good for you. So, yeah, Alan, you'll, you'll have a good time. They got a lot of good breweries there. and uh, so They got German Village. Probably a good Where, place where's to Where's that check close out. to? What's like the big thing that's close to? Um, it's kind of like a downtown. And uh, Thurman's. You should check that out. Thurman's is kind of like the little place, the burger there. Thurman's Burger are famous for that. And they're also a place where they're uh, really known for their cinnamon roll. Ooh. Yeah, it's on the list. If you go to... <laughs> she uh, likes a sticky bun. If you too. go to kbjshow.com, Denny's has my list. I got a Columbus map up there. So that'll help you. But those are the couple places I would say... Uh, that you should go to. And Easton is a nice outdoor shopping center. Oh, you got me thinking about cin- those Cinnabons, man. Those are, those are, that is a snack or a little dessert thingy that is so many calories. They look so delicious. There. Yeah, they do. They do a lot of fatty food. Question If I have a list of all my favorite places in New Orleans, mm-hmm. Is it possible to, like, just plug that into a map and then have it show all the places? Or do I have to go in and designate each one to make a map? Well, what I did, I went in, yeah, and I I designated them all. In fact, on the New Orleans map, which we have up there, you had sent me the list, and I added all those in. Wow, you added them one by one? I did, because I'm 
anal like that. I've <laughs> added probably about 50 restaurants to that list okay. since I gave it to you. All right. Well, then, yeah, I'll, I'll go in. I mean, I got, I'll just block off about five hours. And <laughs> oh, I got I'll, nothing going on. I'll throw a couple places that, that serve the Cinnabon as well. That are closed. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the Firefly, kids. I got a couple closed restaurants you could add to that list. All the restaurants that are fucking gone. <laughs> uh, Michigan Mike in the chat room said, I'm going to be at the Michigan Ohio State game this year, Kev. All right. I wow. think uh, that is our plan. I think we're going to be there as well. So we'll have to rally with uh, Michigan Mike because. I don't know, though. I can't add another Michigan person to the, the crew because I am outnumbered. Yeah, we're, we're talking about hopefully Caitlin and I are trying to see, you, you know, Caitlin's the asset. She's the most influential person with the queen. And so uh, we're trying to get that set up. The queen's got to pull the trigger on it, though. So we're, we're rallying. I'm trying. Getting Put everybody the together. Push, we want, push. We want to do the road trip from here and then hit all the cities on I the way love up it. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, swing by and either pick up Colin or see him in Nashville, go up through and see my dad in Ohio, and then up for the Michigan-Ohio State game. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. That's the week of Thanksgiving? Yeah, yes. it is. Yeah, that's what oh, they do. So, yeah, we, that's we take fun. That. And we found out, too, Caitlin, a.k.a. Worm from the KVJ <laughs> Horror Movie. She's going to be at the premiere. Okay. Yes. Going to need lots of booze. Are you going to walk the red carpet? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Depends <laughs> how many people are there. I'll a lot. On the panel. There's going to be 700 <laughs> plus people there. The whole theater sold out. Wow. We just That's edited her part the other day. Yeah. It's oh, awesome. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. Her brother's <laughs> in it. Cannon's yep. in it as well. Yeah. Wow. Rocco's in it. Yep. Are kids allowed to go? Is Cannon going to the. No. Oh, he can't. Okay. No. And Cannon wouldn't because there's going to be football on. So. Oh, gotcha. And I don't know. If, is he allowed to watch? This is a rated R movie. Yeah, it's we it's have, pretty fucking rated yeah, R. Yeah, we haven't been restrictive on I mean, he watches all that kind of stuff. But yeah, Rocco's going. Oh, yeah. Is he yeah. really? Yeah, because Panda will be there. I'll be there. And, like, that's just. <laughs> I, I told the people, because there are little kids in the movie, and I told their parents many, many times, I go, this is an R-rated movie. You're okay with your kid being in this, attached to it, right? Like, fuck yeah, Bert. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> we hang with like parents. <laughs> we do. I mean, there's like four kids in this Bad movie. parents recognize bad parents and like, come with me. <laughs> right. Game Let recognizes game. Yeah. We all make each other feel better. <laughs> mm, it's a beautiful thing. All right. Well, we got uh, one more day and then the weekend is here. Beautiful stuff. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye. Thanks, Caitlin.